welcome to another episode of the best kept secret podcast aka the podcast about nothing i am your host cz ray and as usual i'm not alone i am joined by my brethren below might just and prince dways what's going on gents yeah we are here dog it feels like it's been a while but it's been you know, too long the music never stops yeah the music never stops yeah guys don't you feel like 2023 is just some other fucked up year no, I don't mean to be the bear of in bad terms news, of? but it just feels weird, bro. This whole year has been feeling weird. Bro. Hey, bro, my 2023 hasn't even started, bro. So, like, where you I, been? I you started 2022, dog. What's going on? Bro? No, dog. Like, I haven't, I haven't done anything. I've literally just been sitting. So, like, <laughs> my year hasn't started because I haven't caused any madness. So, yeah, <laughs> you gotta cause trouble for the year to start. Man, problems need to start the year for this man, bro. <laughs> nah, like I need consequences. I need pressure, and I don't have any of that. So technically, Man's my just year been hasn't started. Uh, it's still 2022. Exactly. That's that I cast you. Dog. Go back to Gotham. Hey, hey yeah. Hey, that place it's 2023 is Gotham. Trust, bro. It's 2023. That place is calling me, dog. Soon, soon come, soon come. Yeah, but anyway, guys, um, new week, new episode, and uh, we are not reviewing any albums today. In fact, yeah, we, I thought that, you know, with everything that's been going on in the industry, um, especially this past year, there's been a lot of new developments. And so I wanted us to talk about the impact of artificial intelligence in the music industry as well as social media impact in the music industry um i think you know the music industry is one of the many sectors that have been impacted by ai uh you know these days ai has the ability to change the way music is created distributed and consumed and so there are many positives and negatives and with this episode i would like for us to explore the impact of ai in the industry in detail uh, with the limited time that we have but also like i said i would like for us to discuss the role of social media and its impact because social media has really revolutionized the way in which music is created shared and consumed just like ai and while there are undoubtedly positives and negatives, uh, I think, you know, at this stage, we can all agree that social media has had and continues to have a significant impact on the music industry. It's the driving force behind the music industry these days, if I, if I would look at it. And so with that being said, I would like for you guys to share some of the positives and negatives from your own personal perspectives starting with ai specifically i think we'll get into the social media aspect of it but i want us to talk about ai for now um what are your general thoughts on ai and how it is being used in the industry right now i will uh, like on a general basis like ai is very scary to me man like it's one of those you know when we're always like, yo, at this point, we should be getting flying cars. Like, I feel like yeah. AI is our flying cars era, bro. Yeah. Like, just the fact that you have a tool that can honestly do absolutely anything for you. I mean, even with like, 
you know, when you go on like TikToks and your FYP and you see how AI can replicate celebrities' voices and replicate sounds. Like, I won't lie, it's a very scary thing. But obviously, like, it has its positives because I feel like it is a tool and it kind of adds to the creative process, you know, because like it, it, it's one of those things where it's able to reach to many, reach into many different things and many different categories and genres, etc., and kind of bring about this creative product for you to kind of bounce on. But yeah, man, I think obviously, like we're still, I feel like we're still in the early stages, so we'll see what will happen. But yeah, man, it is quite a scary thing. I can't lie. Yeah, no, I agree with you, bro. I think it's very, very you know eye-opening um just to see what the possibilities and the capabilities are um but one thing i will say i think it's from my perspective it brings in a sense of laziness to me because i feel like everything can now be done you know with a few simple clicks like let's say for instance you want to make your cover art click click you know they could generate a cover art for you they can generate a beat for you automatically you know, in a couple of seconds, yeah. they could generate the lyrics. If you like hit chat GBT or something, you can generate a whole song. So I feel like there's a sense of laziness that will come through into the industry where people will just be like, you know, hey, let me just hit up AI for the whole process from start to finish making the song. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Then as well, perfecting your vocals, making yourself sound like someone else. Like, you know, I just feel like it, it it loses the art a bit you know it makes it a bit more robotic in a sense where everything will be i don't want to say travis scottish but that's that's the only way i can explain it where things will be robotic yeah. in a sense you know um but i do think a positive to that is it will even the playing field for like creators who might not have all the tools or or, or, or uh, a team that's you know big enough to help them do all these little things and all the little nuances that goes into you know uh writing an artist's career and creating and you know sometimes you need to tap into a lot of people just to get things done but with ai you can just have your ai and you can basically have you know a label or a management company as an ai it manages everything it does your bookings you know so you won't really need a label like that even more so because obviously now already with social media and with the internet you're already kind of cutting out the label but um with ai i feel like that's going to go to another level you know that's going to be taken to another level so i think there are positives of course but there's as well a lot of negatives yeah mm-hmm. but you know what i think there's as well like i think when it comes to like the music at the end of the day i feel like authenticity still rules because like if we'll take it back to like the 2016 soundcloud era we had like how many rappers that sounded the exact same but the ones that blew up and the ones that made it to the top obviously summit was luck that's a good point. you take like a low pump for example but like the ones that made it to the top like we'll take that 2016 xxl class of like your 21s uzi mm. kodak all those guys like there was something different about them your yadis etc and those are the ones that have that longevity so as much as the playing field is level but i feel like the edge will come from those people that still go back to the old methods and still perfect their craft using the old methods to kind of take it to the top. I feel what she's saying, but what happens when um, the AI come sort of becomes indistinguishable from reality? Like basically the, the mm. same way that you would go into the process as an artist, like creatively, 
what if it's able to you know like i know you can't replace that human element but i feel like yeah. as time goes it's going to be more and more harder to tell whether you know was this ai generated or was this actually an artist you know doing his thing naturally and having that human element to it because mm. that's one thing i feel like ai can't replicate it can't replicate like the emotion the feeling like you know the authenticity but you know it's gonna play hide and seek for a while to a point where eventually you won't even be able to tell like oh this whole track was generated by an ai you know the voice everything and once it starts making hits that's when i get scared bro once like it's, you, know, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. you know what i'm saying that's what i really get scared you know so but i do feel what she's saying because that's that's the one thing i also stand on where i feel like it's it's never going to really be able to mimic that exact human input but yeah. it can come pretty close to it not a fact yeah hey, guys i hear you man you know um yeah i think there are you know both negatives and positives to this thing um on the positive side right now ai is being used to enhance the creative process right by allowing musicians to generate new sounds and so i think coming from a time where you know producers may have felt like they want to try this thing but they just they've you know even like the greatest of producers you know have reached limitations just because of not just creativity but also just technology you know, wanting to do certain things, trying to flip a sound in a specific way, but then they just couldn't pull it off because you get me. Yeah. Um, and so I think, yeah, in that regard, you know, I, it's it's cool that we have this to empower producers who already know what they're doing, producers who, who already, you know, exactly. been in the game. And for, it makes the process for, for time. even faster and smoother as well. And for them, you know, yeah, it just, it enhances the, what they already have right now. Um, and then on the other hand, you know, AI is also being used to streamline many of the administrative tasks, right? Um, and these are the tasks that are involved in music production and distribution. Um, when we talk about distribution, uh, we talk about these, uh, streaming services, you know your Apple Music, your your yeah. Spotify's. You know, five years ago, when Spotify and Apple Music were really starting like, to get like really really popular, um, you know, people were like, oh, it's so amazing that Spotify can curate playlists uh, specifically for you based on your listening patterns and listening history. You know, yeah. And that was like a huge um, positive for AI at the time, and. So I think even now, uh, the more this thing grows, uh, perhaps maybe the more um, accurate these recommendations will become. Um, but also, you know, on the negative side, I think that AI has the potential to displace human workers. Um, and make the music industry more automated and less personal. Dwayne, earlier you were talking about having an AI manager, you know, to basically handle all your 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 your, your stuff for you, right? And 
I truly believe in that as well because um, when you look at other industries, for an example, when you go to McDonald's now, right, you don't have to wait in line and order from, you know, the person on the other side. You can use those screens and order, place your order, do everything. Even there. KFC, they're coming and with that, that now, bro. <laughs> You see, and that's just like <laughs> a very, very yeah, small dark. thing. You get yeah. me? That's just a very, very small part of it. But in America, um, some some Whole Foods don't have workers in them anymore, except for yes, like security. That's true. You get me? Yeah. yeah. There's no one in the store, bro, except for security and like managers. Everything is automated now. Yes. Um, some some stores you just walk in, take your stuff and walk out, brand. It automatically charges you, charges your card, and everything. it scans all your products in in your in your cart. It, yeah. It, bro. And so, in terms of displacement of human workers, that's um, a big red flag for me. Um, but like in the music, in the music world, which I guess which people, which group of you know, which category do you think will soon become obsolete i guess or could be heading in that direction publishers promoters publishers promoters uh a and r's uh yeah those those type of guys who 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 do the admin mostly in the in the music uh industry like i don't think i think it's gonna be harder to replace the artist but already there was a what there was a, a ai rapper recently who got signed i think it was last year or something like that that is so <laughs> you got cancelled like oh two days was, later <laughs> yes so i remember that controversy um a white owned label created a black ai rapper yes. if a maker i remember um and just from an ethical point of view that is so <laughs> crazy to me <laughs> Yo, bro like imagine um, that is taking slavery to another <laughs> level now but see, do you think that people would actually go for that like would people actually support an ai generated artist like actually bump but, his stuff i mean Dre's like you said bro if the man is making hits he's making hits bro hey, that's the thing <laughs> but i'm just my, man is my making personal hits, opinion bro, is like what, does a, what does a live performance look like bro hologram remember like, tupac bro? tupac no, already came back like, bro yeah. <laughs> nah, but Oz, what, do you really think you'll be jamming out to a hologram? I feel like the kids will, bro. Like these new like kids, a, a Coachella, like nah. These new kids, they will, bro. Like they're so into technology, they're so into social and everything that for them it'll just be like another thing, right? I'll just be like, yeah, you know. That's, but I feel like you know. there's also something about like meeting your favorite artist and like you know those little things that we don't mm, like. Mm. You know, if you go to a store and you see your favorite artist, you get an autograph signed. Telling me AI generated autographs are gonna be sent everywhere, <laughs> and people are gonna be happy with that. Like I don't know, man. It's just it yeah, will be weird. A weird <laughs> yeah, and so you know, from an ethical point of view, it does raise questions, um, even about the ownership and control of creative works yes. generated by AI. Yes. yes. Um, what are the ethical consequences of that? You get me. I think these are things that need to be addressed these are questions that need to be addressed because you know like you guys said at the beginning you know ai can take drake's voice and they can create a song um and lyrically the song will even it'll even sound like oh this could be something that drake wrote exactly. you know, based on his previous work based on 
so many other stuff that they have um so much data that they have on this guy's music um exactly and so it's just like so who owns the rights like you said who owns the rights now if a, a song comes out that's ai generated sounds exactly like drake the nuances the cadence everything and it becomes a hit so you're telling me that Drake doesn't have any royalties in there because he didn't do anything. But some label or some kid somewhere <laughs> is going to take those royalties. What happens? Imagine making know. millions from an automated Drake song. Like, that's crazy. <laughs> I that don't know. But I think insane. So, so, yeah, and this is something I've been thinking about quite a lot ever since I heard like this other video, an AI uh, generated video of Drake speaking like different languages. Um, and I've been thinking about this. Um, about how in terms of what what does IP mean in, in those situations because I mean you're using someone's likeness to to make money exactly right? so I think from the, I think in that regard maybe the artist is still protected to an extent um, because remember when that other guy that Drake lookalike started like even <laughs> performing and doing like um appearances yeah. you know he was charging people Rizzy for appearances fake. until and then OVO you know uh, sent a letter oh yeah uh, wanting to sue and then he stopped yeah you get me and so I think of course it's not, it's not the same situation but that's how I see it right yeah, that now makes sense, it's the thing of yeah. you get me it's the thing of like yo this man kind of looked like Drake a bit um and then he started making money from Drake's likeness. And for a while, you know, OVO just turned a blind. I was like, yeah, oh, whatever, it's harmless. But then when he started, like, actually doing appearances and making money, they were like, okay. 10 bands a show, bro. Bro, imagine. Come see the fake Drake. <laughs> like, what? Exactly. And so I think because then now you're taking, basically it's like, I, I don't want to say you're taking money out of Drake's pocket, I, but like, never that. you know, because Drake will, I mean, they're paying that guy 10K to do an appearance. Drake will never do an appearance for 10K. Drake, you putting up a bill. But at the same time, it's just like, yeah. And so, I don't know, man. It's it's, it's a tricky one. You get me? Um, but, yeah. But I think you're right in what you're saying. I think it will fall under, like, the rights of not being able to use the likeness of somebody. Because that's really what it'll be. Because you're basically marketing it as Drake, you know? And it's not Drake. So, therefore, it will be illegal. Mm. But then, I don't know, um, if the person sounds like Drake or this AI, but it's actually not Drake, and maybe they use a different name even, um, what happens in those situations? I think I'm if it's branded like, differently, I think the, the person who created it is still entitled. Like if it's not pushed as Drake or... Yeah, so I'm saying like everything. It, listen, like everything is Drake about about this artist or about this song. The only thing is that the name is not Drake. That's the only oh, I see what you're separating factor that it's not. I think that's why that's why I said earlier like it's still very early days because I feel like there will be a time where we'll probably have to look at the legal routes and and how we can you kind of shore up certain things because right now like AI is still fairly new and it being used is still fairly new so. I think we'll come to that, but obviously it's going to be the fine lines, like you're saying, that that are going to have to be assessed or probably left alone. Um, but I feel like something will come uh, as the years go by. Yeah, it's <laughs> I don't know. It's an interesting thing, man. 
and and then producers as well i think that's another one that's gonna get eliminated because i mean it'll be so easy for an artist to to make a beat now it'll be so easy for anyone to just generate a beat quickly you know so that's uh that's one i think will be the first or the hardest hit at first producers. yeah but i think like the producers that will stay it's like i guess let's use established names like now i don't think ai could necessarily like obviously it can replicate but i don't think it can give you a pure timberland beat or a pure pharrell beat or anything like that or metro beat but will that matter though but will that really matter no but i mean like because, no yes, that's I what i'm what saying, saying like established the, the established guys are safe it's the newer yeah, guys but the next it's wave the newer yeah, guys that are in yeah. trouble like the established guys i feel yeah. like at the end of the day even if there's ai if you have the money you'll still want a metro tag on your song or you'll still want you know pharrell's tag mm-hmm. on your song mm-hmm. but like for the newer guys i think it completely starts to to be a bit iffy there mm. Mm. that's true well that's true. i don't know if you guys know but producers have really been hit by this thing um while i was doing so i'm, I'm working on this article right on the impact of ai and music and so yeah. while i was doing my research last week i learned that uh there's this new ai tool that has been introduced that can basically scan the data on the song like thoroughly thoroughly so you know how when you upload a song on youtube or whatever copyright will strike right yeah the boss yeah. will get it because they just analyze the data okay cool this song belongs to this person whatever sharp um you guys also know about sampling and the copyright issues for sampling music yeah. yes, yes um but like the really really like super super innovative producers um for years and years now they've gotten away with um sampling copyright uh stuff because all copyright strikes it's one of those things where you know when a producer will creates a sample using another sample with another sample and to like it's minute detail you know mm. to the point mm. where a a snare on a song um you might just think it's just a snare but like maybe there's like four samples in that one snare mm. and there are producers who work like that producers who like really really put time into their um work yeah but now with this new ai tool it can see right through all of that um and so i saw the thing i saw like uh you know there was a back and forth online about it what it means for like producers you know because then it's just like it's limiting your creativity especially for producers who don't have like money to pay a japanese guy who, who made this song like in the 80s or whatever um and all these other things and i don't know it's all i know is that for producers they are already being hit by yeah. this thing but you know what um, with that with that i kind of feel like it's kind of fair though because you shouldn't be using <laughs> you shouldn't be using samples that you're not paying for at the end of the day but at the same time i i get uh the creativity aspect because i feel like there's there's something different about music when you use samples bro like it just has another it feel. brings it back you know, yeah enough an, exactly bro it just brings another bag that i feel like is important in music because we need to keep you know the history going we need to keep um our older artists fed as well their names still relevant i think it's sampling is a good thing but at the same time it becomes tricky because it's like hey but 
yeah. you never came with this from scratch so is it really fair that you must profit off this and the, the original person mustn't you know but you see as well yeah, it's like i also do is like just to your first point as well like we know especially i think in sa as well like a lot of people just complain about how making music is expensive so like as much as i know they're gonna take a hit i know it's not a great thing but like i think for a lot of the people on the come up that can't afford to pay for a beat or can't, pay, can't afford to pay for whatever like it's gonna assist but it's just about like how far does it actually go at the end of the day mm-hmm. yeah and you know some of the arguments that these guys were making online was that this ai tool is even picking up copyright free like music songs that you know artists have put online with you know free of copyright but then because it exists online it exists uh, in the system yeah. and so it's, it's just all these things you know um but yeah that's that's the thing with i think right now ai in, in music especially it's still it's still early days but you can already start to see the potential um risk or impact um, that this will have moving forward. But um, I do want to say one more thing. I think another big sector it will influence heavily is music videos. You know how expensive music videos are. But yeah. imagine being able to have an AI tool where you can just generate your own music video. You basically just there you with your green screen or whatever. You do your things and then it generates everything for you. Effects, what, what, cuts, but now, what, what. In the, be, same would, breath, like, in the same breath, like let's not forget the music videos now not saying they're obsolete but to a large extent people don't really care about that uh, what no, nah, i promise you so. I bro i promise you about, when it comes to songs so many song without a music video is less cared about than for a song me i see video. the songs that are hits are the ones that will the song that's already a hit but like if you as a as an upcoming artist but those came from tiktok no but it's bro. like you as an upcoming <laughs> artist if i'm gonna drop a song let's say next week and then it like yeah. it comes with the video I, one like i feel like nine times out of ten the video is not really gonna help the the sales it's what you do on the social what you do on social media what you do on tiktok what you that's what's gonna boost it a lot of this so, okay you're right along of, a lot of songs right, because but the video is still important bro like a lot of songs boost up more so from creating a dance to it than actually having a video it's only when people are like but okay, your video is also your money bruh you need your video on MTV. Yeah, I guess you for your, your for your money, sure. Right but right. like, I, I right yeah. now in this era, I honestly don't think music videos matter like that. Since how do you feel about that? How do you feel about music videos? Um, there are certain things that I just feel like will always be around, and certain things that will just always matter in music. And videos are one of those things. And I say this, um, just knowing how the landscape has changed in the last 10 years in music especially with the rise of social media and this is a good segue to get into this chat about social media um so Dwayze, you're saying that video needs to be on mtv you need to get your money right that's, that's yeah. what you're saying people yeah. are saying a video that you need is if you're dancing on tiktok a dance thing you get me yeah or just um, social presence but, really your song needs yeah. to have that social presence yeah yeah and so i see both I, I see both you guys arguments and for me it's a thing of I, i'm I, I see artists creating music videos um as part of content i know some artists don't like to call their 
um, art content, but it, but is, it is really, you know, <laughs> it really is these days. It's just yeah. that society has made the word content seem like a negative thing, but it's not, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. Um, and so artists are creating music videos, and that is content for them to use on your TikTok or your Instagrams or whatever to promote their music. Many, many, many consumers don't know that a song exists, let alone a video exists until it's on TikTok. And they're like, oh, this video looks cool. Let me click the link and go see the full thing on on YouTube. Yeah. Yeah. You get me? So I think everything is still connected. I think we still need the music video. Yeah, because for me, Um, it's like, uh, Caesar, if you think about it, it's like, if you think back to years, but when last have we raved about a video let's say beating the youtube record of views like remember how everyone was gassed about despacito and how it was gonna pass whatever we haven't had a music video do that in years bro like a music like you know what i mean obviously no i get you in the sense of like it connects but i mean in the sense of like people raving about a views on a music video and i mean this may be a false comparison because it only has been about eight days like what is it spin about you by drake and 21 it's about 6.4 million views after eight days. I remember a Drake video just getting clocking ten, less than 10 million in such a sh- like normally it clocks more than 10 in that sh- in that space of time. So like for me, it's one of those things where it's just like and I wouldn't have found that video if I just didn't come across it on my for you YouTube. Like I don't even remember the last time I actually looked for a music video. So I'm just trying to think of like the consumer patterns as well. Obviously, I'm, I may be an anomaly, but I don't know that many people that are out there trying to look for the video, to be fair. I get that. Um, and I agree with you uh, to an extent. Uh, like my, own, my only gripe with that kind of uh, perspective is there, there's, there's, this, there's a great number of people who think that if something is not doing a certain number or certain, you know, um, then it is regarded as not successful or mid or whatever. Yeah. I don't think everything needs to... Like, that Despacito song, to this day, I've never seen that video. And I don't even know that song, but <laughs> Same, it was like a big song back then, right? I've never yeah. seen that video. <laughs> and and my question to you, Bila, would be, was that a good video or was because the song was just so huge and the phenomenon was just so big that everyone wants to go see what was going on over there? And so my thing is that, like, unfortunately, we live in in, in, a, in a time right now where um, the 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 art is judged on numbers, on analytics, yeah. and I think that is a very dangerous and slippery slope to exist in because even with this Drake video that you're speaking about, right? Yeah. Um, a video that is what, 10 million, what, 8 million views, uh, or whatever. About six after eight days. Yeah. Six million views, cool, right? Six million views. Um, and so now there'll be people who are like, nah, this video doesn't bang. No, 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 no. It wasn't For me, it's like, one. my thing is like, the video um, itself, I've watched it. The cinematography is amazing, but it's like people aren't checking for that. That's my, that's my thing. Six million people checked for it. Okay, but we're talking. That Drake is my now. thing. We're talking. If and we're looking at, it doesn't matter who you're talking because yeah. at the end of the day, it's how we consume the art, right? It's we, we we're looking at behavior, social media behavior, and how it's impacting consumers, right? Um, we're not looking at how like 
the number of people. It's like we focusing on the behavior of it all. Like people are still gonna check for it, you know, um, because like that's just the world we live in right now. Like, you know, SZA was doing, you know, amazing numbers with the album. Um, I think she even beat out like Taylor Swift at some point. Taylor Swift is the biggest artist in the world, dog. You know, um, and so I just think that when you look at it from that perspective, make sure make sure you add that statement in the preview clip. Taylor Swift is the biggest artist in the world. She just is, and that. when I say that, I don't mean like the like one and only at the top, but like she's in that group of artists who are considered to be the biggest in the world. Well, she's definitely you the highest. People selling. like Ariana, Taylor, Drake, Abel; those are people who are considered to you know. Bad Bunny. Bad Bunny is like massive. You get me? Yeah. Um, But it's just, that's just social media. And that's how social media works is that a lot of these videos are existing mainly on TikTok and Instagram. And so the question could be, you know, why has YouTube kind of, you know, um, not fallen off, but why is it no longer the go-to? And that's the thing. It's just, it's the rise of TikTok. It's the rise of these other things. Exactly. Can I just um, throw in a point quick, uh, just before I forget? That's a yeah. good point because I feel like back in the days, right? When Bila was saying like when Drake would drop, it would be like 10 million in a few days. You know what I'm saying? Instead of like, you know, uh, 6 million over this period of time. But I also feel like there's so much more content and content creators and different types of content creators now there's so much to consume that back in the days like youtube was a, a go it was the only thing we could see videos. the video on exactly you see there wasn't really that much going on there it was like that's where the videos are that's where music videos uh, go now there's so many different types of platforms different types of ways to promote that i feel like you're right in a sense where the video might not be as important and as crucial as it used to be. Yeah. But I still think it plays a crucial uh, a crucial role. I just think there's so much... But now... I've, yeah. There's so much other content out there that people are ne not necessarily just checking for music videos. People are checking for streamers, podcasts, TikTokers, all these things. So I don't necessarily think that means that people don't give a fuck about music videos. I just think... People are so busy consuming so much other content. But wait, do you, you know? think now we'd have to change the meaning, let's say, of... Oh, sorry, sis, obviously I'm we're going with digressing into mm -hmm. something else. But does that mean that we'd have to then change the meaning of a music video? Because like you said, on TikTok, it's a 60-second mm -hmm. clip. It'll be a 60-second clip of that music video, and that's it. But I feel like in those 60 seconds, it won't encapsulate the entire story that could be in the whole four-minute video on YouTube. So like now... Yes, that is a music video. It's a small clip. But now, is that what we're going to say it is? Because that's what majority of people consume. But it's I feel like all content it's, is it's, kind it's of like It's being used as promo, right? Yeah. TikTok, yeah. that's what I was saying earlier, that you can't rule out the importance of a music video. Because on TikTok, it exists on that platform as um, promo content for you to go and check out the full thing on, on its uh, original platform. Now, Twitter is different because this is another thing of just because someone who used to do 10 million views in one week um, five years ago is not doing half of that. It doesn't necessarily mean that they are now, um, they are, I guess, ir irrelevant than they were five years ago because it's that thing of five, 10 years ago, 
YouTube was the only source for music videos. Exactly. You know, for the majority. And then sometimes like Vimeo and all uh, those other places were there, but like for like the most part, really, yeah. YouTube was the go-to platform. And so now if an artist drops a video, 20 million people are going to go to that because exact it's only same platform. Because yeah, it only exists there. Yeah. Now with the rise of social media, you can watch um, a video, a full music video on Twitter. Matter of fact, there is a guy exactly. right now on Twitter and every day he's posting... Episodes. Not just that, he's posting full <laughs> movies, two-hour movies on Twitter. What? There's movies yeah, on Twitter now. You have, yes, I don't even know that. You have Twitter blue. Every day. Yeah. Do you understand? Oh, fuck, there's Elon And so, things. my thing is that, like, it's not because, you know, this artist is now irrelevant. It's because we just have more avenues. And so, these numbers you know, that you see, yeah. um, half of them exist on other platforms but now would you say that's it's taking just, food out of their mouth because like if I post a, no. a music video on Twitter I'm not going to get well, paid well the Twitter one of yeah, course because the Twitter one okay, does yeah, nothing Twitter, for definitely. the artists of course that's <laughs> that's copyright cobble. that's illegal for, yeah. in, in terms of like posting an entire thing on Twitter when it's not yours yeah. but if the artist or they label or they management or whatever if they're using the video to, um, as promo on TikTok, they post a one-minute clip on TikTok, that's cool. That's whatever. Because if you truly care about that video or about that artist, you're going to make the effort to click on the link and go see the full thing on YouTube at the end of the day. Yeah. But my thing and is even if you that, do, like, some, some because, people won't. Some people are happy with just seeing that short 30 seconds or 60 yes, seconds and they're fine. Because right? also, <laughs> we have a short attention span at the end of the day. Let's not forget yeah. short attention span right now. And so even just that one minute clip is cool for other people. Like, okay, cool. Here's an example, right? Um, right now, J. Cole just did the song with the guy from uh, BTS, J-Hope, right? Yeah, fire song. Um, dope song, uh, crazy dope verse by Cole. Now, there are people who don't give a damn about BTS or about uh, J-Hope. And that's perfectly fine. And so J. Cole posts his verse on his Instagram, the full verse, right? Like 90 seconds, whatever. He posts that thing on his Instagram. People watch it. Oh, dope. They don't feel the need to click on the link and go see the full video on YouTube. Right? They've seen what they came to see, which was J. Cole. Um, but if you care about the full song or you care about the artist, you'll click and you make the efforts to go see the full thing. And so it's just about, you know, there's people who still care. And I'd like to believe that there's still people who care about artists to go and, you know, support the full thing. You get me? Yeah. Um, I hear you, I hear you. But yeah, I mean, you know, social media has had a significant impact on music creation in various ways. And, you know, when you talk about music creation, we're focusing on the artists. I think we'll get in, yeah, I think, you know, with the consumer stuff, you know, as we're talking, um, there's different things that we can, you know, talk about. But just from a music creation perspective, uh, what are some of the positives that you guys have found uh, in terms of the impact of social media and how artists create their their work? I think obviously there's positives and negatives, but I do think the positive, obviously, like we mentioned, is just that there's another avenue for people to interact with your song. So, like, obviously, instead of just posting the video, let's say, or just posting on Apple and then having a post saying, please go listen to my song, like, you can fully, 
you know create an experience with your song like i said with like the dance challenges see that one with waffles in a song like you can create a full-on experience for a ton of people to actually be able to interact with your music and obviously i think that is a positive the negative sense of it um i actually had a point but i think i forgot it now but i'll come back with it but yeah i think the positive is just the fact that you can create an experience from different avenues and different ways which kind of helps people interact more with your song than just you posting on instagram saying please go listen yeah um mm. one thing i'll point out is well firstly to your previous point below i also think that youtube also doesn't really push music videos like it used to um that's another thing where i feel like views also not that much in music videos anymore yeah but coming back to this i think uh, one thing i like about social media uh, what it does with music is it almost adds this sort of like an extra longevity to it you know like a song that might have not really blown up five years ago like a challenge could happen or some meme or something could happen and it just brings that song back and actually makes it a hit today yeah you, know, you put that song out we like even discussed that with die for you yeah by the weekend exactly that's the perfect example that's a perfect example like that song we've been you was fire we've been you but it never really took off like that but it only took some content creators to do a young challenge to do a young something to it and all of a sudden it's back on the charts years later so i think that's one of my favorite elements that i think it helps artists continue to eat off one song or, or maybe one project for a longer period of time than you know mm -hmm. what was happening because there was a period where you drop a song and next week it's gone like it's still kind of like that but there's more of a chance for it to live longer now through these other various forms of content and platforms and the way that creators are applying them to their content i think that's really dope um mm. but yeah the negative would be that i feel like there's so much of that it's it's hard for a newer artist to really um i wouldn't say to really break but to find his footing because there's so much you know going on but it, it, it's like a it's a push and a pull really because i can't really say it doesn't help artists break, yeah. but it it also can stifle them you know because uh like let's take for instance what's this guy i think is a good example uh little little nas x right yeah mm -hmm. that that tiktok obviously helped him blow up and uh social media really took that song but then when you get to a guy like um what's this guy uh why am i forgetting his name uh the guy who pulled up he had this big song and it was big on socials but when he went to perform it uh niggas didn't know the steve lyrics. lacy bad steve habits. lacy steve lacy bad habits that's the one you mm -hmm. see so i feel like it can sometimes cause things like that where you can feel like okay my song's blowing up but then when you come into reality niggas don't know what's going on bro. No, <laughs> yeah. Facts. Yeah. So, and yeah my point i think so, i yeah. remembered it now is like it also to some extent i think but i feel like this is a small sample size in the sense that it breeds that laziness as well um because like everyone like when we look at tiktok tiktok it's about the 60 or 30 minute sound so everyone like some people will be trying to blow up just off of the sound and they don't really care about everything else like a lot of the i think like in the earlier maybe like last year two years ago you get a song that blows up on tiktok in terms of the sound but when you listen to the actual like song five seconds of the yeah, song when you listen like to the actual the song, song it's up. garbage and you're like how what the hell <laughs> yeah, is happening here um i think that is <laughs> like the biggest thing where it's just like what the hell is and i think also the longevity thing because obviously like able is established 
so i think die for you it's easy for die for you to come to come back because that's a hit but i feel like if you have that one song or that one sound that blows up for let's say a month or two months as an artist you're gonna feel pressure to produce more of that and then you lose you end up losing the authenticity or all the work that you put in before to kind of make your sound to just try cater to the tiktok sound yeah. let's say and that's how a lot of artists were feeling um where they felt like their labels were pressuring them into making music that catered towards tiktok it catered towards these mm. platforms mm. you know so yeah. yeah i think uh there is there is increased exposure and accessibility that's the first thing and i think you've both touched on this topic or on this point um platforms like youtube soundcloud and tiktok have made it easier for musicians to share their music with a wider audience and as a result of this up-and-coming artists have been able to gain recognition and build a following more easily than before of course double-edged sword because it means year one in you know one of a million artists doing that yeah. And so there are the the chances of you cutting through that noise, you know, um, yeah, it becomes almost like, you know, catching lightning in a bottle, basically. Mm. But, the pla- but I feel the like that's how music there, has always basically. been, though, in a sense, though. It's always um, been trying to catch lightning in a bottle. Yeah, just in, in different even without, ways, I guess. Yeah. yeah. And then the other one that I can think of is collaborative opportunities i think um Mm, mm, mm. when you look at social media right it's made it easier for musicians to collaborate with other artists producers songwriters from all over the world and because now you know these borders don't exist basically you know it's led to some very interesting and unique sounds that have been created um and just some relationships forming you know, from like a producer from Poland and a rapper from, I don't know, freaking Nevada or something, right? Like it's just, and for me, that's that's really good, you know, because we're able to eliminate those those physical borders and boundaries and be able to, you know, really collaborate from yes. different parts of the world. Yeah, because there was a Joburg producer just now as well who was saying that, or, or Russ was saying that he's never met this producer. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He just mm. randomly bought a sample pack from this guy. Yeah. And eventually they were able to collaborate just through, you know, social media, really, in a sense. So, mm-hmm. you know, you're right. It really breaks down those walls and borders, bro. Exactly. And the other one is instant feedback. Uh, for better or for worse, um, it's, you know, social media has made it possible for musicians to receive instant feedback. Uh, from their fans and followers <laughs> which could be good at bad. and yes so of course this this can help artists <laughs> to sort of you know gauge the popularity of their music and then adjust their style or sound accordingly but of course that can be bad like you said Dwayne, you know some artists they have this the biggest hit on tiktok and then go on tour come to find they only know the chorus of your song my nigga and then it's just like damn of course and then sometimes you know? comments as well. Some people just want to say it's trash just to be top comment just or whatever. Just for the sake of it. Without you know, even... They'll exactly. say NBA Young Boy is better just for the sake of it. Um, <laughs> Why be better? <laughs> and then the other part of it is digital marketing and promotion. Um, 
social media has become an essential tool for music marketing and promotion. Like you all know, we were talking about AI stuff earlier. You yes. know, record labels and indie artists use social media platforms to promote their music and they advertise their shows, tours, and they connect with fans. Um, but so those are, those are like the positives, right? Uh, the also thing- genres. Also genres. I think uh, genres now, it's so easy for a genre to spread quickly, like a new genre like, or like when Afrobeats took off, like through social media and, and these things, it's like, it doesn't take as long for it to get that side. Like the way drills spread out, everything. It like quickly, once it's popping one side, other artists across the world can quickly adapt to that. So I think that's another good thing. Definitely. And that t- and the, yeah, and that goes back to that collaborative uh, opportunity yeah. thing because you know yeah. boundaries. You know now we live in the digital world, and so we don't have those geographical boundaries anymore. You know, um, but I just, for me, it's 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 tough when um, artists make music based on uh, consumer feedback. Um, based on you know what the fans are saying, I just and look, I and people will argue with me about this, but I've thought about this and I just feel like we as consumers are unreliable. <laughs> yeah. If you're an artist, you know what you're capable of. You know what you can do. Yeah. You are reliable to yourself. Like when it comes, you know yourself. You, you know your patterns, you know everything about yourself. So I feel like in that sense, you are operating in a controlled environment, something that you have control over. We as consumers are unreliable. Um, and I say we are, like I'm putting myself in that because I don't want to be like this guy who's speaking down on other, you know, fans or supporters or whatever. It's just a thing of like, <laughs> you know, fans or consumers, they don't know what they want. They, they really don't know what they want until you give them what, you know, this thing, this product. And so consumers are unreliable. And I think it's, it's not a sustainable way to create art if you're creating art for the consumer at every opportunity, at every, you know, corner of your journey. Sure, record labels will put pressure to say, oh, we need a hit, we need this, we need this kind of song. We need a, an Afro song, we need a piano song, we need this. But at the end of the day, you as an artist must always remember that consumers are unreliable. And to base your whole music foundation on, you know, to rest it on the shoulders of consumers like that, that's unsustainable. And I don't know, I just don't see how you will really, you know, make make a living out of this thing if you operate like that. Yeah, but, consumers change their feelings every fucking day, bro. So exactly, base your career on that. Exactly, um, because you know, as consumers, yeah, social media has helped us. You know, like we said earlier, uh, discovery. You know, all these uh, playlists and stuff, Spotify, mm-hmm. Apple Music, whatever. And so, in that in that regard, social media plays a big part in how we discover new artists and globalization. Um, we're able to interact with artists as well more now um of course there are bad things about that because as you can see some comments that the people leave under these you know 
um, posts by artists. It's it's really brutal and cruel. Exactly. That could really mess up somebody's whole shit, bro. <laughs> you know? Exactly. Just read those comments. Right? And so I think fans or consumers just think that, like, they have access to the artist now and they can say whatever they want to say. Um, Keyboard warriors. But that's just what it is. Uh, and yeah accessibility is another big one i think social media has made music more accessible than ever before now you know we can stream or download on demand like literally i can just think From of a song anywhere in the world 20 years ago and I'll, I'll go find it online it's, it's just it's, it's there um and i think this has led to a shift away from traditional music consumption methods such as physical sales or even radio play um mm -hmm. but yeah I mean, i'd like to say radio doesn't really even okay i don't want to say it doesn't matter because it does matter but it, to the extent it used to no ways bro i feel like an artist could become one of the biggest artists in the world without ever being on radio at this point no that's true that's true yeah i think radio importance um It'll just depend on where in the world you are. Um, but yeah, I think for the most part, radio is no longer the gatekeeper. For sure. That's the thing. Whereas before it was, the DJs were the gatekeepers, but now it's no longer that. You know, back in the day, the DJ was more important than the artist when you go yes. to the, at the live shows. You <laughs> That's know? true. Like people were there to see the DJ more than yeah. the artist. They were expecting but, the DJ to play that hot new shit. They weren't waiting for you to bring your CD. No, yeah, they're waiting for the DJ. Now it's <laughs> like, you know, the roles have changed now. The tables have turned. It's like, you know, the DJ is almost a non-factor in, in this, in this um, uh, situation. But like I said, at the end of the day, I think it's all about you know which side you you stand and, and your perspective um but you can see you can find both negatives and positives in ai and in social media impact on the industry um yeah i don't know any any other remarks that you guys would like to add nah man just that yo shit's scary but we'll see where it takes us to be fair yeah man i think we chopped it up quite good quite well I think, yeah, man, my final remarks is I'm just really, you know, skeptical, but excited as well to see like how the industry changes. Cause I think there's, there's things that are going to happen that we won't even be able to process. Like, yo, how's this even a thing? You know? So I'm, I'm, I'm keen to see how those things play out, but yeah, man, we're going to see, we're going to see. Yeah. I think, yeah, the impact of AI in the industry is, it's very complex and it's still early days. But I think, you know, even though AI has the potential to revolutionize the way music is created and consumed, it also raises important ethical questions that uh, all stakeholders should ask themselves. And yeah, it's going to be interesting to see how everything unfolds. And it's going to be interesting to see how some of our concerns or points that we made in this show it's going to be interesting to see how they are addressed um, in the next couple of years when you look back at our predictions and patterns. Um, but yeah, 
this has been good man my name has been cz ray this has been the best kfc could podcast aka the podcast about nothing and i was not alone i was joined by my brethren's below might just and prince dways um yeah until next time stay shining peace and love peace